Matsuyama! No, Kelly Clarkson! are now listening to the interview art podcast i'm chris miranda your host and today i'm speaking with maurice optebeck i hope i didn't pronounce that too bad but uh but maurice is the cto at kiru and they make high-tech interactive sex toys um you guys at the are at the forefront of sort of the the teledildonics field um i believe and i think uh, i'm excited to have you guys on the show because i this is one of those like uh podcast that i feel like people have been waiting for a long time <laughs> for me to have and, and so like uh yeah i'm just i'm really excited to have you on the show thanks so much for uh being a guest thank you so much for having me so tell me more about keto what is what is keto working on these days so um well we have done a lot we've come from afar uh we started back in 2014 um and we started making long distance uh, interactive sex toys for couples and uh we changed uh we changed a lot since since our first idea when we started in 2013 and we started now more and more coming into interactive content uh, co- connecting the toys with games connecting the toys with vr connecting the toys with augmented reality so so we we really pivoted and changed our direction and uh, and and more and more connected our toys to content <clears throat> But still, also have inv- have more and more improved this connection uh, between for couples for long distance relationships, where you have a, a female toy connecting a male toy from a distance. Um, but uh, yeah, so so yeah, we, we're working on a lot of things at the moment. Uh, we are one of the few companies that uh, that uh, have all the technology in house. Um, uh, traditionally, the sex toy industry is a little bit. Um, uh, uh, is what? No, it's not uh, not low tech, but well, actually, it was low tech because it was there was a lot of like uh, most of the vibrators, for example, out there were um, like one button, one light. You can control the motor, and that would be almost it for the vibrators. And of course, there's things now happening. Very in the last three years, something is really happening to the sex toy industry. There's a lot of developments going on. Also. <clears throat> For a long time, male sex toys have been, uh, I mean, the best uh, toy out there was then the flashlight since the 80s, and not much has changed since then. There were vacuum, I mean, like uh, uh, toys that that would uh, suck vacuum or, you know, like, uh, but but not much in, like, uh, connection with virtual reality or connections with uh, augmented reality or games that the the game would control the toy or the toy could control the game. So... But you are seeing more and more of that coming, and uh, uh, we are one of the companies that are in the forefront of this uh, this new development in the sex industry. Yeah, I hope I hope my parents don't listen to this, but I had so much fun with the vacuum cleaner when I was fifteen, and <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, you're, yeah, yeah, like the uh, like humans, we we're we're weird in in terms of like we're um, we're tool makers and we we use tools. And I'm and and it's so interesting how we like uh, we we're 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 using like technological tools to like have deeper sexual connections or 
different kinds of sexual connections it's 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 super fascinating that that world how did you get involved how did you first get involved in the in the world of like uh sex toys and teledildonics in virtual reality um well it's, it's been quite a process actually uh before i started working at kiro i was a derivatives trader so i was doing something completely uh, different um in my previous job, I, I made the transition from like a like a trader on the floor to um, like a digital trader. Um, so everything I, I learned myself to program and uh, com- compu- compute. I mean, like let uh, computer robots or mach- uh, machines trade for me. Um, but at the end, I didn't like that anymore. And then I just said, uh, I want to do something different. And I think in 2013, there was this hype around the 3D printing. And I was really fascinated by it. And then I started following courses on how to make prototypes and how to how, how do you make an idea come to life. And there was some kind of a course called the Fab Academy from MIT. And it was a course, a six-month course on how you... It's uh, how you make a prototype. So I followed the course and uh, finished that course and did a lot of extra courses next to it on just making prototypes. And then a guy came to me and he said that he had an idea and he didn't know how to make it. And then I said, well, tell me what it is, right? So and he said to me, like, okay, um, uh, I have this idea where uh, we have two toys, a male and a female toy. And they would control each other remotely. So you would have a Skype call. You would see each other, but you would also be able to feel each other. So that would be like a whole new dimension to um, to a Skype call. So so the, originally the idea was that we would start with a couple's toy where you would add sensors to the vibrator uh, where you would measure depth and speed. And you would send that over to a mail device and the mail device would be remotely controlled by the fast of the, the how fast you're moving it and how deep you're moving it and that would respond to the mail device and the mail device would have controls to control the vibration of the vibrator so that was our first uh, uh, st- the development uh, and we released back in what well, we did an indiegogo campaign back in 2014 for this uh, this product and we were overwhelmed by media attention we got uh, we got so many interviews that uh, we couldn't keep up <laughs> with uh, uh, with keeping them there were like people, three or four people's uh, film crews waiting in line to, <laughs> to interview <laughs> to interview us um, but so and then um, so the indiegogo campaign itself was um, um, uh, was not so successful, uh, but may, mainly because of the adult uh, toy uh, thing, and, uh, and there were all kinds of complications with that. But what ha- what we did have that we had a lot of media um, attention. So, uh, and as a result, uh, a lot of uh, big companies uh, saw us. Uh, one of the companies were Flashlight, was Flashlight. Um, um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, webcam companies and adult companies. They were uh, they were thinking more out of the box than we were, they were thinking, hey, but what if you can connect this to webcam girls and had one girl control 10,000 men at the same time? Or if you um, uh, if you can do it live, okay, why can't you do it recorded? So uh, have a, watch a video and feel what's happening in the video. And, and then we came to virtual reality where we, where what you happen is that, and that is a very interesting feeling because a virtual reality is of course, uh, and I know, and, and I don't know if uh, your listeners probably haven't seen 
it or maybe they have but but um <clears throat> adult vr is very intimate um uh, actually vr is made for porn actually <laughs> Uh, it is a very intimate experience, uh, which was uh, very surprising when I f- first saw it, because the the girl is actually very close to you, and it gives the, uh, they shoot it in a way that when you're lying down, that the 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 girl is sitting on top of you, or or the other way around, that you have a girl's body and the guys sit uh, coming towards you and doing all kinds of things. But what ha- what is very interesting with this toy is what we've done is that the toy is moving in sync with what the girl does in the movie. So just imagine that you are already surrounded in a different world. Your 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 audio is also from that world. And then when she starts moving, you feel that movement. And <clears throat> your brain is trained to assimilate things because it confirms, hey, I see a penis. That's not your penis, but somebody else's penis in the, in the screen. And but you feel whatever she does with that penis because the device is moving along. And then what you do is your brain starts to assimilate and starts to think that it's real. And it's a very realistic experience uh, uh, when, you, when, when that happens. So it's, 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 a, yeah, it's a really new uh, thing. Yeah, you know, I agree 100% that... Um VR, just like the internet, were made for porn. And I think that um, what I'm trying to pin uh, pin on is sort of the like your perspective on the on the current state of of the VR porn subsection of the VR industry. Like from your standpoint, like what does it look like? Like is it is it possible to make money in in VR porn right now as a startup? Or like what is? Yeah, I wonder what are your what is your perspective on that? Yeah, so so I think uh, I, I think this it is possible to make uh, money in VR porn, um, and one of the things is the interesting thing is what you have now is that you can start selling accessories to the VR uh, movie. Actually, it's the same like when you are having a game that you have a controller and those kinds of things. Uh, here is the 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 move the movie is playing, and what we foresee is going to happen is that um, more and more real things will be connected to these movies. Um, uh, maybe a Tesla suit or a, 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 our our device uh, uh, braces. Or uh, so, so what you do is we will there will be multiple machine instructions on time-based where you would be controlling these devices so you will have a much more deeper experience. And of course, a a VR video is something that is pre-programmed. You can't really change it. Um, But uh, uh, with a game, you can, of course. So what we we do are working on is that uh, with a VR, you know, of course, where you're looking at. So what you could do in a 360 video, you could have multiple scenes where you could look in a certain direction and you could feel what happens in that direction. So uh, so, so we're, we're experimenting with those kinds of things. So I think, uh, of course, VR in itself is, is, is limited and what, what you will have more and more high-quality videos and it will become more and more uh, realistic, but you don't have any interaction uh, with it, so I think that gaming will probably be if it, if the quality of gaming gets better and better, and it, of course it is uh, very it's already getting very realistic. Then if you also have the interaction and you can move the girl, 
the way you want it instead of that you have a pre-programmed video playing and always the same of course because it's it's a video uh, but a game where you can actually interact and maybe have gloves and move the girl up and down that will be uh, uh, I, w- I think that will be the next step but for VR itself I think uh, the, the, the problem with VR is and that's, that's also what we have uh, with the toys is I can explain to you how, how great it would feel but you will never really understand it if you've done it before. So if I would sit, explain to my father, for example, and he, he hasn't seen VR, uh, and I would explain to him what VR is, I can explain it, but he'll never really understand what it is. And the same is like that if I try to explain uh, with a toy uh, what, a f- kind of, what a certain feeling is when you're watching a video and you're feeling it in sync. And th- this, is, this is, I think, the problem of VR, is that you need to convince persons person by person by person, right? It is not something uh, that um, uh, uh, people will need to have seen it to, be- to believe it and buy it. And then the second problem of VR, is, I think, is that it's not a smooth experience and that there are, I mean, not a smooth experience that you have to download a video first, then you have to uh, put it into your goggles, then... Uh, uh, it, it is always a little bit clumsy. So what you want to have is a kind of an Apple-like experience where everything is integrated. You, Especially with porn, you're, you're horny at a certain moment, if you understand what I mean, right? You want it, So you don't want to download a movie when you, when you are horny. You want, you want it now. So you either want it... Um, you want it... You don't want to download a 1.5 gigabyte uh, um, a movie when you're horny because it will take uh, 15 minutes or a, ha- a half an hour. So, um, so you want everything like integrated. So we're working now towards a VR headset which is made for porn that will connect to the device which will work seamlessly. So it will connect, boom, connect to the device. Uh, you watch a video and you will be... Um, uh, yeah, you, you'll have the experience then and then and there. So you guys are making so, your own uh, VR headset. Um, we're working in a corporation, okay, with not a company. But yeah. like, but it will be will be will be Kira branded, yes. Oh, interesting. But like, how do you how what is um how does a how does making a VR headset strictly for porn like what is that what does that look like? Like, how is a VR headset for porn different than a, than a, than any other VR headset at this point? What what it a, has pre-installed pre-installed porn content, and you click on it, and it, 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 it downloads the videos already to your. So you buy the videos; it will already download the videos to your headset, and it will be there when you're when you're playing it, and they will be interactive with the devices. Uh-huh. So the device will automatic the device will automatically connect to the headset. Uh, when when you turn on the device, it will search for the for that. Uh, it will search for our launch or for the Onyx, and it will. Uh, when you play the video, it will just you will feel what happens in the video. Oh, so, so you, I, I. Oh, so I couldn't just right. hack your your device, your your and 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 like hook it and like hack it, like and and put it to my Vive, right? Because like well, the, the thing that I, I don't no. know if you've had this experience before, but have you had like virtual reality sex with people, <laughs> like like just like going in like a virtual world, like a social VR, and just start like having like 
like you know the mimicking motions of having like sex and like you know the sensual acts that you do like that stuff is orders of magnitude better than watching a video because there's a real human right there in front of you True. and it's True. like uh and and, and 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 i'll tell you right now like if you were if i were able to like get a teledildonics device and be interacting with a real person in a social space that's uh that's that that would make me a buyer like that would be an instant buy for True. me yeah but videos yeah, that's, are like that's something that's working on yeah so yeah. so tell me yeah, about but, your your grand vision because i'm i'm wondering about like because i because three you know 360 videos are like are, are good intermediary but i want to know like where you're taking your you know where do you see the future of this yeah so 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 yeah of course i mean the so the vr so the vr videos definitely right so the the 360 videos they, they will get they will get better in quality and we will make a smoother integration with the headset right so so that's what we want to do for the videos but for the for the gaming for the interactive gaming uh or for the augmented uh, re- reality we w- we want to create that that, that in the game you can control the toy so or when you have the gloves on you can move the girl and the device will move along with the girl so we will um so what happens is that we over the over the toy we will uh put will transpose the girl i don't know what do you say is it transpose or how, how do you say like you uh, you won't see the launch but mm-hmm. the girl will be projected over the launch Right in a in an augmented reality uh, situation, so you would be in your own room. You would look around, and the girl would sit on your lap, but, uh, and it was projected over the launch, and the the girl would move up and down uh, with your gloves. Right, you could move the girl up and down and control the girl. So, so we want to make it as realistic as possible, um, uh, either in a gaming or an augmented reality uh, setting. So in the, so you you because in the in the VR you don't have control over what happens, but in the game you do have control, like you said, and your uh, thing. So so we are working towards that, but that's a more complex one because it, you need in a video you know ahead of time what's going to happen, so you can prepare the device for things that's going to happen at a certain time, and you know that's mm-hmm. going to go faster than and then then. With the game, it, the reactions can be immediate, right? So a device doesn't have as as fast reaction time as a woman of a of a woman or a guy would have in a in a game or something like that if you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it, it you don't want to have jerky movements or like you know like very fast movements of the device because they need to be able to keep up with the uh with the speed so so what happens is that devices will also develop further and further and become more um intelli- more intelligent but also uh, more complex. Um, so I can't really go f- into the the complex devices part, uh, but uh, because that's something that that we're working on, and we wouldn't say it at the moment. But we want to create, on the one hand, for the devices, a more realistic experiences, uh, right? So uh, uh, and, and more complex. So in a game that you can control more feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you know what I mean. So like, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to go too far into that. Yeah. I, and don't worry about this podcast. We can talk about sex and we can say fuck and anything we want. Okay. By the way, we don't worry about like broods. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I don't give a shit. So 
Um, okay. How I, I but but we want I want to stay like but I do want to keep it a little bit mature because I know there's going to be like fuck tons of twelve year olds listening to this because they're going to see they're going to see sex on the title okay. of the show and they're going to be like ooh sex <laughs> but okay. but what I'm what I want to focus on is like yeah like the technological business and and you even your own personal journey in 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 working in this area because. One question that I have off the top of my head is is first off is like how do you how how do you do user testing for a teledildonic device? Do you need any user testers, by the way? <laughs> but well, actually, we we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people I'm actually sure uh, approaching sure us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, they are they, people, a lot of people are very interested in in trying out uh, uh, new toys and uh, uh, and of course we need people uh, to try it out. Um, so we have uh, people that want to try it out. Uh, of course, also uh, what we do is um, there's a lot of people that come back with feedback. Um, I mean, we try to do it as good as we can, of course. And there's always people that say, like, why, why, why didn't you do it that way? And that's a, that they give either us an insight, or it's like, yes, you're right, or we have a reason why we didn't do it, right? So, so it's so um, it's evolving because there's a lot of things that a lot of things that we're doing at the moment, are, uh, or or when we started, nobody did before, uh, right? So it's like, um, so, so everything what we did was a new something new, which we need to figure out how we would uh, uh, make that work. So, um, uh, but it, yeah, it, it was it was for me a lot uh, like a, a quite a journey, like from um, um, uh, from where we started to where we are uh, uh, at the moment. Uh, yeah, I just wonder what does that checklist look like when you're like when you have a user, you're doing a user testing session, and you're like, all right, is your bonus sustained? Is the is the machine like like I wonder like what is the checklist like I. I that that they have to like what are they looking for in terms uh, of like <laughs> improvements and like well, the feeling and all that stuff like yeah i'm just really curious like it just sounds like the best job in the world that's all i'm saying <laughs> well it it, it 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 shouldn't last too long but i mean it, it is a how you call it um um uh uh it's not that we have uh everyday new toy or something like that so it's like only it's like very infrequent so you i don't think you can make a job out of it, <laughs> oh my but God. it, it I, is I of course it is it, it, it is it is of course very nice uh, th- thing to do to try out something that nobody's uh, tried out uh, before. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah it's it's like um, yeah I mean of course uh, the people that will interview usually already uh, are familiar uh, uh, with uh, sex toys, uh, so we ask them of course like how it compares to other, how does it feel like, should it go faster or slower. Um, uh, what's the movie in sync? Uh, you know, like what is uh, what? What would you change? What What do you think uh, can be better? So it's like, uh, yeah, like re- like regular questions where you have some kind of a um, reference point. I and mean, of course, we we usually, for example, uh, like we have certain patterns uh, for a stroke or something like that. We would. Um, we say like we we don't know in advance which which stroke would we feel the best. We would just uh, let them try out the um, uh, the different strokes, and we would say like which stroke would you would you feel would you be which you think is the best. But the big problem with with um, with adult toys testing is that um, uh, that you are, are not um, 
fully relaxed because you are thinking while you're trying. So um, it's always a, like a so if you are completely relaxed, you haven't written down anything and you're just <laughs> enjoying it, and then at the end you're coming <laughs> and you're and then you haven't written down anything. But if you written if you try to write down everything, it's like what am I feeling at this moment? The moment you're thinking, what am I feeling at this moment, is also something that you're. Uh, yeah, it, it, you lose it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's very hard. So, you, you, we don't want to interrupt it too much. We just uh, go into general. Uh, well, first of all, we we'll test them. Just test it out without any any writing down on paper. Just test it. Uh, Given have, have a first impression, and then we'll just continue asking more and more uh, more deeper questions. But uh, yeah, it, it is always. Uh, very difficult to to get a right feedback on these uh, kinds of things but uh, i mean uh, and also there's also reviewers that are uh, for some of our products we had like uh, reviewers that have written a very very detailed reviews on our products and there's people that actually do those things as a as a job and and then they may write blogs uh, about it and uh, th- that's also very useful for us because uh, it's something that uh, people that, uh, of course, we, we tested ourselves. Uh, there's people that have tested more of our products, but the reviewers are usually people outside of the company, and and they are looking at our product in a, uh, yeah, a very objective way. And uh, and, and th- there we also get a lot of uh, feedback and interesting uh, uh, points from. All right. What are your biggest technical obstacles? Uh, it, it is the the getting everything in uh, every so it's like you have the device, you have the connection, you have the platform, and you have the content, and you have the connection between the content. Getting everything seamlessly integrated that's a that is a hard task. So we have multiple toys uh, that need to connect it to each other, um, and uh, uh, every toy is controlled uh, differently or has a different capabilities. Uh, uh, there's different contents uh, um, that needs to ha- that have different control uh, um, uh, ways of controlling. There's different platforms, Oculus and Vive, and you know. So, so that that that, uh, that that's very broad, different of different kinds of systems uh, out there, and getting them all to work that is a hard task uh, for us. That's really like a. Uh, and, and make it work uh, seamlessly all the time is a is a very difficult uh, thing to do. Mm. But we're getting there, and uh, and that's why we're also trying to. Uh, I mean, one of the things is the VR headset, which is will will make every for that for that part will make it more seamless. Uh, and then we have the webcam industry, where webcam girls are using our toys for tipping and controlling the customers. Uh, and then there's the one to many, where one girl controls. Many girls, uh, many guys at the same time, and there's of course also live uh, VR, what they're working at on uh, with webcam, where you have uh, live streaming VR, and then the girl plays with a to- with a toy, and the guys would feel it in real time. They they the guys of course have their VR headset on, and the girl plays with her, her vibrator, and then the the launch would move with the movement of the vibrator. Uh, Tell me about your. Sorry, were you? I don't want to interrupt. No, no, 
Hello. Oh, okay. So I, I just wanted to ask about like um. So you guys started in 2014. You've been at, at this for four years, and I'm curious to know about your what what did your expectations about the growth of the industry industry look like when you first started, and like how how has that changed your expectations about like the success of VR and like you know like where where are you guys now in terms of like are you are you still really really hopeful that it's going to explode any minute or are you like just looking at steady growth. Or are you trying to get the fuck out of here and go straight to AR as soon as possible? Like, what's your what's what are you guys what are you guys' thoughts here? Yeah. So so uh, when we started our our uh, uh, we, we had very high hopes. Um, uh, we uh, what what it took us much longer to get the product to market as we had hoped. Um, so we had in 2014 we had a prototype ready. And we were thinking that we would have a, a, a we would have in a couple of months something ready for production, which was a <laughs> was not really like that. Mm. It took us uh, one and a half years almost to get it uh, to get a first product really uh, to product uh, like from prototype to uh, production uh, ready uh, product. So that was somewhere in March uh, 2000 and um, sorry 2015. So, so our products are on the market since March uh, 2015, and we had had very high hopes in the beginning, uh, but uh, we were bumping into the same problem as VR is bumping in uh, uh, for the last years, is that... um, nobody knew about it. Uh, People needed to have felt it and seen it to be convinced that it works or uh, or that it can uh, uh, that it works and how it feels and how it works because you can explain it you say like I can touch this vibrator and it, you can feel it on the other side of the world I can say that but only when you see it people start seeing what it means similar to VR when you're when you're explaining that you can be in a 3D world then people say yeah yeah and then when they put it on they say oh wow <laughs> you know so uh so it's, i think that t- took us uh, because of that uh, uh hindrance um, um it, it, it took us much more time than we expected but what's happening at the moment it's like speeding up so what happens is that uh, we got a lot of uh, pr we got a lot of press a lot of people seen the product and now what you see is that more and more people are uh, getting familiar uh, uh, with it and they want something easy and uh, and that's why we're coming with this vr headset they want something that just works out of the box we will sell it as a as a as a complete package where you say here is a toy here is the vr headset the contents on it Everything will work from from the box. If you want to buy more more videos, it will just you can just um, um, you can just uh, d- download in your headset, and then uh, uh, you can use them. You can use it um, immediately when you want it after that. So, um, do you guys have like a, a uh, licensing program that if like if I take if I take your device and I make a, a, an app around it? And is there like licensing that we that, that you guys offer for for someone to like build an app around your your device, or are you just like strictly your own closed ecosystem at this point? Um, so we're a little bit like a, like a like a hybrid. We have we have a, a like a SDK um, 
we have uh, something that you can build on. Um, um, but but what we, especially for VR, not as much as in gaming. Gaming, we are now still like working on that to get that uh, right. But in VR, especially, um, is and, and that's uh, that surrounds is, is mostly around that subtitling part where you what you do is where you make these videos interactive. Uh, right, so we have a system that makes the videos uh, interactive. Uh, so it looks at how the mo- how the movie is uh, moving or what happens in the video, and that will make the subtitle for it. Um, we have a kind of a quality for that, and what we the the issue is the what we have is like if people start making their own subtitles at this moment, and people are not familiar with interactive videos, and the quality is very low, for example. And I'm not saying that users uh, cannot make very high subtitle, high high quality subtitles or machine instructions for these videos, because there are definitely will be people that are doing it. But um, at the moment, since since we are now at the moment that people start to see the potential of it, so we are we're still keeping it now uh, within in our, in in house. But what we want to do is we want to create a tool where everybody can make their own videos interactive and we'll, we'll slowly release it more and more uh, to the public where they can make their own videos interactive, can connect to their own apps. But at this moment, we'll, we'll try to keep it a little bit more proprietary still, but we'll slowly uh, release it more and more uh, to yeah. the public so they can make their own apps. Yeah, that would be amazing because, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, like I think I, I'm, I'm, I think I was born to make my own VR brothel. And I'm gonna go around <laughs> and like um, hand out full body tracking to to people all over the world who want to be um, virtual reality escorts. And there, and if I can integrate your teledildonics device into it, then I'm gonna have very happy customers because they'll Definitely. be they'll be, <laughs> they'll be like you know, and 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 these people that that are gonna work with me are gonna have healthcare, and they're gonna have dental, and they're gonna have 401k. Everything is gonna be covered. And it's gonna be awesome. The best job in the world. <laughs> you get to <laughs> fake fuck a bunch of people and make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, saying, I'm I, telling I, you, man. You, if, you, if you guys like the moment you you lend, like, oh, oh, I'm telling you, oh, brothels, <laughs> oh, VR. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, I look or look at porn, like VR porn today, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's something here that's missing. You know, like, how do I keep? How do I like? Because I try all this. I'll, I'll I'll try all this VR porn and then like I I don't I'll try it once and I'm like I don't want to like that the novelty of looking at one looking at it once and putting on the the headset to 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 watch it is like wears off by the second time because it's like all right well I already seen it so do I want to really put on the headset or am I just a lazy fuck and I guess I just I just got the lotion next to me so what am I doing so it's one of those things where I'm like. Where, where if it was a real human being, where there is this like, um, this this like um, unexpected unexpected nature of interaction yeah. with another human being with full body tracking. Oh, that's just another level, dude. That's another level. But that's but that's but that's going to be much more expensive, right? Yeah, but here's the thing: there's people already willing to pay for it. You know, there's, there's, of course, of course, yes, but 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 most of the people won't be able to pay such a. I mean, there's webcam, for example, right? The webcam is super expensive, also, right? So it's like, so there's video where people can 
can do at their own pace. Don't have to worry that you're paying by the minute, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, so th- there are there are also things for this. I mean, this is an easy entrance point to to show what the potential is of the thing. And of course, the gaming and the interactivity is going to be the next. And and then um, if there's a lot of interactive toys out there, then you're going to go to dating, right? I mean, like Tinder, but then. Or like uh, yeah, t- you know Tinder in yeah. the US. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so so Tinder, where you would meet each other online and have sex online instead of uh, <laughs> instead of uh, meeting each other. I mean, but but that only happens when there's enough uh, volume or like a lot of toys out there that makes it possible. Wow, I need to go find someone who will make me a virtual reality Tinder app. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the killer app right there man uh well yeah and i you know what something that i'm interested in is like how 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 is it for you for the people around you when you say hey i work in vr porn like what do those conversations look like are people uh, actually well, actually well actually well, our main uh, we 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 work for a, a toy company so uh, I actually I start off saying that I work for a robotics company, <laughs> and then I, they say what kind of robotics company, and then they say, then I say it's a robotics company for uh, like uh, like uh, uh, adult toys, <laughs> and then I just see what happens, and then if the response is uh, <laughs> goes very slowly, and then usually actually what usually happens is people want to know more and more. Because mm-hmm. it, it's interest, they are they are interested about like what is it, and, and we we as a company don't make a, a VR porn. We 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 use existing porn videos and make them interactive. Um, so uh, it's not that we uh, that we make uh, uh, the porn, but of course people will associate it and say like yeah, you're working for a porn company, but we're, we're more working for yeah, like a high tech sex toy company mm-hmm. uh, that that uses VR to make the experience more realistic. So, um, uh, but so so and 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 the funny thing is that um, uh, because okay so. So, women are used. Most of the women are used to. I'm just not generalizing, but women are more open to talk about sex toys than men are. Men are always very uh, like, I don't use a sex toy. They always, hmm. uh, but probably they will, but they always deny it. Uh, but if if it's about uh, uh, sex and technology. Then suddenly they open up because then it's like something cool, you know, with connecting with virtual reality and gaming, and and then uh, so if you look, for example, and Gadget has written already seven times uh, about us, so it's it it is something cool to write about, but they've never written about flashlight, right? So it's like, so I think what happens is that um, technology makes it cool for men to talk about sex toys, and before it wasn't, so. That's what we see a little bit now, and um, and also when I'm talking to friends or something like that, and they know of course what I'm already what I'm doing, but uh, uh, it's pretty cool what we do, you know. So because of the connection with the virtual reality and how we make these device move interactive, and that we have computer vision recognizing movements in the in the video, and you know, so so it it is not like something that we're just doing something very simple or something like that right like we're just selling sex toys but we make them really cool so so that makes it always the conversation not so much talking about sex or 
at more about like uh, what what cool things you could do, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then then it's not so personal. But so then it's more about the technology and where where is the what is the future of sex going to be and those kinds of uh, discussion. Yeah, I wonder where that like where that apprehensiveness comes from with men is it like um is it is it shame are we like are we insecure that like oh well uh, you know you're not a real man if you can't get a if you can't have sex with a, a woman or another person yeah. you're like you're using yeah. a robot you That's loser it. like and then and you're like yeah but it's it's sorry. yeah go ahead no, yeah, that's exactly it. I think uh, because uh, I mean, uh, if for example, you if they if there would be girls in the room and you would be saying that you would use a sex toy, then then it's like uh, they wouldn't say that in public. Um, and also among men, they wouldn't say it. they would say like I this this girl or that girl or whatever, but they wouldn't say anything about um, that they use the sex toy because it's still like a like something that would be. Like a, uh, how would how you say that? Um, touches your manhood or something like that. That it, it affects uh, how people you see you. Speaking of touching your manhood, is there? Are you guys working yeah. on anything that uh, does prostate stimulation while stroking you at the same time? Um. Actually, we uh, uh, not at the moment, but uh, the, actually, one of I, I was doubting because one of my colleagues was actually saying this uh, a few days ago. So, not that we were do- we no, we're not doing it. <laughs> but somebody came that somebody oh. came up with this idea uh, uh, like a few days ago. So, so no, but apparently. Somebody <laughs> has the idea had the idea about it. Yes. How is so, it? How, uh, yeah. How yeah, could, yeah. How is it possible? How could you like? What What does the idea look like? Is yeah. I can't. The thing is, is like, I can't visualize that in my mind, but you can, and, and I want to know what you're visualizing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He made a drawing, but <laughs> yeah. It's it's a uh, yeah. It's different. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I ha- yeah, I have it in my mind, but I, 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 I if I go and explain it, then uh... <laughs> no, I'll leave that to your imagination. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is cool. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's so. Why is sex so weird, man? Sex is so weird to talk about. Like, ah, uh, it's like I'm a 30 year old man, and I'm still giggling about like <laughs> sex. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. yeah. Um, but the thing, is, the strange thing, is that everybody's doing it, right? Everybody, yeah. uh, everybody is. But but it's it is very intimate, of course, right? And it's like a, so, so it's very very personal and very intimate. And if you talk about those f- feelings or sexual feelings, then you are exp- showing who you are, also, right? So I think that's also something that people won't do very quickly. Yeah, I I realize I've self-reflecting on my past. I realized I've always been a a person who uses tools. Like the moment I discovered the toilet the toilet paper roll and the vacuum cleaner, you know, I feel like yeah. I'm I I I I'm not I'm not I don't have any apprehensions against tools. If 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 it maximizes efficiency and I can get back to getting work <laughs> done, then <laughs> faster, better, stronger than ever. Then, what am I against? But like, what exactly. Are, what, are, what are some like? What are some counter arguments in terms of like 
safety or like you know sex addiction or like you know those other like sides of the yeah. spectrum like what does that look like on your end yeah you, you know, there's always of course the other side that uh, you know i mean if we if we would make our toys so good that uh, you would get addicted and of course there are over, uh, there's already something like porn addiction and of course every uh, like if if our devices get even make it even more pleasurable and more realistic that, that won't help uh, that and that's of course something that we as a company have responsibility uh, uh, on uh, but it, it, it stays uh, yeah it, it stays a, a difficult uh, subject but it's always um, I mean we from our point of view we're just curious to how can you make something as realistic and as pleasurable as possible uh, right so it's not that we our goal is to get people addicted <laughs> or something li- like that we want to create something pleasurable uh, that people can do uh, uh, together with their partner or uh, alone, and that there's always people that will, um, um, yeah, go uh, over the line. But if if it would be novel, if for example your webcam, your site, or your so your site would say today you don't watch any porn or something like that, right? Like you, you the, the browser would close and just say today you can't you can't uh, uh, do it. But it's not something that you can't you can really control. So it's it's a very it's it's something very difficult and it's something that is there and we know it is there, but it's not something that we would that I mean that we can really something do about it just only awareness uh, i suppose you guys need to team up with ayahuasca doctors shamans and be like all right the moment you guys have an addiction go to peru and go take some ayahuasca and like now you have this perfect cycle of like you know where people will will come back and they'll get addicted and then you send them to ayahuasca and then they'll come back and they'll get addicted and it'll be like it'll just be like um just like the cigarette industry and like doctors who, in, who treat ca- cancer, lung cancer. It's, 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 uh-huh. it's, I, yeah, actually I was in a cab once and that was a weird, that was a weird conversation with a, with an Uber driver where she was like coming, uh, leaving, like driving a, a surgery, a, a lung doctor to the hospital. And on the way to the hospital, the lung, the lung doctor was like, yeah, man, I just, I just hope people don't stop smoking because you know, they're making they're making my job and I'm and the lady was like and I was like whoa that's a, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> so that's a weird thing to say. yeah but yeah anyways I didn't want to distract too much what I want to get at is the point in the conversation in which I start sort of <clears throat> sounding like a broken record saying why I started this co- this podcast in the first place and one of the reasons why was because I had this thought in my head that like. Hey, 20 years from now, people are going to wonder, like, what were they thinking? Those people at the early days of VR, right at the epicenter, right at the bleeding edge of the technology. What were they thinking in terms of, like, their aspirations, their hopes, their fears, who they were as human beings? Those, the, the universal, like, it's, it, that kind of knowledge is universally appealable. And so in order to answer that question, what's going to happen is that in 20 years, at the, in the year 2038, I'm going to send you an email or the equivalent of that, right? And, and it's going to say, hey, Maurice, <laughs> yeah. here's the message you sent to yourself from 20 years ago. So now you, Maurice, will be able to answer that question for yourself. What were you thinking in the year 2018, in the early days of virtual reality? Yeah. 
You're, you're asking me the question now? Yes, 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 yes. Please send yourself that message. You're going to get it in 20 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to send myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I... I I, I hope I hope I hope that we'll have something like uh, like that we've created something that we can be proud of and that uh, that we have a toys that uh, are very presentable for a lot of people uh, that uh, that that we can make it so that uh, that the toys and content are less seamlessly integrated uh, and that you have interaction with uh, with content and uh, that in the end it also will bring people together. Um, and um, that in the end, we've created a better world. <laughs> awesome. How, how can people stay in touch and follow up with all the things you're doing these days? Um, we have we are, we have we are on uh, Twitter and we're on Facebook. Um, um, and of, uh, we have, of course we are on blog on our site, so we have the latest information there. Uh, we regularly post new new things on what we're doing, um, so you can follow us there. Awesome. So, Maurice, I've conclusively concluded that you, sir, are a true scholar and gentleman of virtual reality. And I thank you for your thank time. You. Thanks for th- thanks so much thank for coming so on much. the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much.